Y100, good morning. Shotgun here. And you know what? We've been waiting for this show for a couple of weeks now. It's our end of summer wrap-up. Larry Fleet is going to be playing. And, of course, Larry is on the phone with us right now. And, Larry, we're excited about seeing you tonight and really appreciate you coming out and doing this show for us. I just want to take a minute and let people get a chance to know you a little bit. Can we start by you just kind of telling everybody the story about how you and Jake got to know each other? I think it's an incredible story. Yeah, it is. A, it's a good story, and most of them don't happen like this. But I was actually working in construction and just doing music for fun and playing on the weekends. And just like every other weekend, a guy called me to come and play a little private thing. And he had like four or 500 bucks, and I needed it. So I was like, yeah. So I show up, and I do this uh, little thing in a barn. And somebody at this place just happened to know Jake Owen. And they were like, man, you should come and see this guy. You know, he's good. Jake Owen shows up, walks in. After I got done playing, he just came over and started talking to me. He was like, man, you know, you got a deal or who, who you signed with? I was like, nah, I pour concrete for a living. You know? <laughs> right. And I just did this for I did this for fun. He was like, nah, man, you need to quit your job and really give this thing a chance. And I was like, well, I did for a long time. It didn't work. So, you know, this is my life, man. That's what I did. He was like, nah, man, quit your job. I said, I'll tell you what, take me on the road with you. We'll see what happens. Sure enough, like a week or two later, I'm on the road with Jake Owen. And I was like, man, it's pretty cool. And right. People seem to like me. He's like, well, quit your job. So I finally quit my job. And then it kind of started snowballing from there. And, and it's worked out. You know, it's, it's pretty scary move to just up and quit your job you've been doing for a while and making a good living, chase a dream. It's working. So. We love to hear it, man. We love to hear it. But now, actually, music is something that you've been around a long time. Didn't your family have a band? We had a little bluegrass, like gospel bluegrass band when we were, we were kids. I played rhythm guitar, and my little cousin, he played fiddle. You know, everybody just kind of picked up something and started learning to play. A lot of us didn't know, like, we didn't, we didn't know how to read music or anything. We just learned to play by hearing something, you know? And sure. Trying to figure it out. And that's that's kind of how it started. And as kids, we were, we were pretty good, you know? So five or six, seven years old, something like that. And we started putting together a little band. We got a few other kids, and it was cool. And we got to play the rhyming when we were, like, seven or eight years old. And it was just something we did for fun. Like I said, I never knew I could make a living doing it. It was cool to sit around on the back porch on Sundays and see what we learned to play, you know. Doing a little picking and grinning, right? That's it. That's all it was. What What's going through your head when you're like, you know, when you're that small and you're at the Ryman? I mean, do, do you do you grasp the importance of the place? I mean, or is it just like, oh, this is kind of fun? It's kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I tell people all the time, like, man, but that was awesome. I was like, I was more excited to go to Bob Evans that morning and eat yeah. biscuits, you know. Like, <laughs> I was like, this is something cool. We're doing something cool today. We get to go to Bob Evans, you know. And then we show up, and the thing I remember the most was in the green room, in the dressing rooms, they have, like, big light bulbs around the mirror. Yeah. And as a kid that's six or seven years old, bright, shiny things you know, stand out to you. So the, the light bulbs around the mirror in the green room were the thing that stood out to me more than it was standing on the stage. Now, you know, years later, I've been, been on it a few other times, and it's not the light bulbs in the green room anymore, you know. Right. It's the history of that stage. Well, I'll tell you what, Larry, let's have you hang on the line here for just a second, and we'll get your new song on the radio for everybody. You're going to be playing this live at Anduzzi's tonight on Holmgren Way in Green Bay. This is Where I Find God on Y100. And I'd have hit rock bottom That's where I find God Well, 
Y100. It's Larry Fleet, where I find God. Larry is doing a free show for us tonight at Anduzzi's on Holmgren Way in Green Bay. Now, remember, weather uh, weather being what it is, if it's nice outside, it's going to be outside on their brand new deck out there. And if it's not, it's going to be inside. So either way, going to be a great show. And, of course, we've got Larry on the phone with us. Getting to know you, getting to know all about And we need to learn more about him. Getting to like you. Getting to hope you like me. All right, Larry, let's learn a little bit more about you. How about the time that you got in the most trouble with your parents when you were a kid? The most trouble I ever got in as a kid was I stole a candy bar one time from the store when I was, and I, I'll never forget it, I was little, you know, five, mm-hmm. six years old. And I wanted it, and they were like, no. And then so we went through the buggy, and I reached over, and oh, sticky fingers there, just, I just <laughs> grabbed it and put it in my pocket. And then we get to the car, and I'm, you know, cracking open a fresh Reese's cup there, and they're like, where did you get that? I was like, I just took it, you know. At five or six years old, I remember that was bad. That was a bad day. And my parents worked so hard. A thief was not allowed, you know. (laughs) And I learned learned at five years old that you don't don't take anything you need bought. All right. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up with two quick ones here for you. What was the first piece of music that you ever bought? Like CD, cassette, a record? What was the first one? Um, Otis Redding. Really? Um, yep. It was a CD. My neighbor, his mom loved Otis Redding and I heard Doc of the Bay. And that's kind of where a lot of my soul and stuff comes from is, is from Otis Redding. I can, Which I, I can get my, my granny to take me to the store and I bought my Otis Redding CD. Nice. And how about your first concert? What was the first live music you saw? Well, I suppose you were out touring around. Oh, it was, I think it was Hank Jr. and Leonard Skinner together. Really? Yeah. The, the first one that I really remember that I, I went to, yeah. probably 14, it was at uh, Starwood uh, in Nashville. It's no longer there now, but it was an amphitheater. They had uh, Leonard Skinner and Hank Jr. That was a that was a big deal. I listened to a lot of Skinner and Hank Jr. And it certainly shows in your music, my man. You got a great album out there. You got an amazing song with That's Where I Find God. We are looking forward to seeing you play live tonight. Well, thank you. I'm looking forward to it. We're going to have a good time. Shotgun and Charlie. Why 100? Men always think that.